It's so difficult to really change. Difficult? <laughs> why, why, look here. Changing from bad to good's as easy as taking your first step. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking out the door. You never will get... Hi, welcome to Four Feet Running, episode 52. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And we're running in Providence, Rhode Island today. And it's freezing. Oh, this is frigid. It's awful freezing. Well, when I left, it was, what, 20 degrees Fahrenheit in the sun? Yeah, a little under. And it's a little windy. Yeah, that does bring down the temperature a little bit. I'm wearing some warm stuff, but I I should have put my tights on under my pants. It's definitely a tights under pants kind of day. I'm wearing two shirts and and a fleece thing on top. And just a pair of uh, running pants on and some gloves. I, sh- I, I am freezing. <laughs> I need more stuff. Should we start running? Sure. I'm going to turn on the Nike Plus. Okay. <laughs> Cold. I forgot my Garmin today. Yes, you did, too. So we're going to have to, this is going to be a Nike Plus only run. Oh, it's so inaccurate. Don't worry about it. You cheat. It's great. You'll love it. <laughs> Looks like a cold, cold winter Plenty of ice and snow But we'll keep the love light in our hearts aglow Looks like a long, long winter Baby, what do we care As long as we have this love of ours to share gonna be cold outside now we're on some double lane street i think i see a sign over there mm-hmm. we were going to uh run in downtown province but instead we thought we'd run here because it's a little nice and flat and more scenic yeah it's hard to find flat areas in yeah. providence this blackstone, blackstone boulevard, blackstone this, boulevard. i ran this on the providence marathon route i see yeah and we figured maybe not downtown providence because it's a <laughs> hole <laughs> Yeah, it kind of still is. Yeah. Are you ready? Yep, you ready? Oh, I should, I'm like going to, I'm poking my arm. <laughs> you just poke yourself with the wrist. <laughs> but there's nothing there. So we're going to do about three miles today, I guess? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm, I'm still not on a strict plan right now for the marathon. I'm all fast and loose. Ooh. <laughs> you, don't play, you don't play by the rules. Yeah. We uh, originally came to Providence for a couple of reasons. One is we just got sick of running in Fall River. I am so sick of running on the same street. We've had a lot of snow. So that means there's only like one really good area to run where it's safe, where you don't get hit by cars. Yeah, it's nice. It's been shoveled and plowed. Well, not always, but it's a little bit less traffic anyway, so you can run in the streets. And I'm really tired of looking at it. I'm so tired of running the same route over and over again. You say route? Sometimes. I say route. I switch it up. I'm not very consistent with language. You like to not play by the rules again. I forgot. (laughs) I'm a rebel. 
a little oh, icy here. Not everyone's shoveled here that well either. Well, I like to run down the median. There's this lovely green median down here where a lot of runners come in Providence. But it is not shoveled. It looks like a sheet of ice. Yeah, so we won't be going there. A lot of puppies over here. Yeah, a lot of runners too. Right, because this is nice and straight and flat. It's flat. It's one of the few flat areas in Providence. Yeah. No dogs today. No. We had errands to do too. Yeah. So the reason why we're here. Yeah. We were going to originally run from an art store where we had to pick up some supplies to a, a running store in downtown Providence. Because you were thinking about maybe getting some yak tracks. Yeah, they've been highly recommended by everybody. I might still get them someday, but maybe not today. Yeah. Those are those little elastic-y, springy metal type things. Yeah. Go on the bottom of your shoes and... Yeah. Basically making a tread. Like chains. Chains. For, <laughs> yeah. Tire chains for shoes. Yeah. So you decided against it. I could have used them, but... I've heard that they're great on ice and snow, but if you're on just concrete, they can be very, very slippery. I see. At least at the, I saw some reviews about. Basically, I need them only some of the time. We, we've had more snow and ice than usual at this time of the year, and I could definitely have used them, but we're actually really good about plowing the streets and shoveling sidewalks for the most part. Uh, I'm concerned it'd be 50-50 either way. Yeah. Slippery on the, with the ad tracks on concrete or slippery on ice without them. Yeah. But I've been able to avoid, I've, you know, I've been running in New England for a while, so I've, I've, I've been avoiding a lot of the, the more dicey bits. And you're really sort of worried about slipping on ice and stuff. Yeah. It's still a possibility. But I'm gonna see how I do. If I ran trails, I would definitely get yak tracks. Yeah. But seeing as I do so much, you know, we live in a city. So much concrete everywhere. Yeah. Oh, Not that everybody shovels yeah. like us. <laughs> yeah, we got some black ice here. Oh. You wanna run in the street? Sure. Not a lot of people have kept their sidewalks completely clean. This is really. Well, because it's so cold, that kid looks so f miserable. Well, Look at him. Too bad there. I wonder where they're dragging him to. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that looks fancy. I don't know wow. What, I don't know what to do. Oh, let's take a look. Uh, some sort of park. Parkish. I don't know. Big iron gates. And hedges, so we can't really see through. Looks like a mansion in there. Oh. I see a structure. Oh, okay. This is a very ritzy neighborhood. I don't know it very well. Uh, no, neither do I. Perfect day, folks. The sun is beautiful. Wow, look at that. Oh, oh that's pretty disappointing. <laughs> that house is disappointing. Uh, that little stuff over there is nice, but... Uh, fake ruins. Yeah. This is a little distance from RISD where I went to school, so... I didn't venture this far. And uh, they didn't really tend to let my kind here. <laughs> so we're once again continuing our habit of running in the nice neighborhoods. Yeah, not getting shot. It's yeah. always good. I prefer the nice neighborhoods. Yeah, I prefer not getting shot at. <laughs> Easy Street. I 
I'd like to live on easy street. Nobody works on easy street. Just sit around all day. So how's your training going? Pretty good, actually. So almost two weeks into the new year. I have been running three-day weeks. Yep. This so, makes number three, right? This is number three today. I've kept that part of the bargain up. And I think everybody um, everybody telling you to go run has yeah. really helped. I had said in our podcast that I want people to keep me uh, honest about it all. Yeah. Trilogy took me up on that. And they have been uh, putting out the call on their show to just get people to Twitter me or email me or call and to say, Dan, go run. <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah. You've, got, you've got it from all over the place. We even got a, a phone call. We'll play that right now. This is what he said. Beep. Hey, Dan, this is Sean. Just reminding you, go for a run. I actually went out that same day that you called, went for a run. That same day, I also had Jason from Trilogy email me or Twitter me a couple of times. They've done a good job. Yeah. Sean has also uh, emailed a couple of times saying, go run. They're good boys. They're good old boys. Yeah. Oh, for f- it wasn't started. Oh. And this is why I usually need my garment. Yeah. It's been paused on half a mile oh, for ages. <laughs> I remember looking at it and seeing half a mile. That was a while back. Okay, that was about half a mile ago, I think. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I need my garment. Oh. I Nike. I'm so forgetful. Oh, Nike. Please, auto pause. Oh, for the love of God, Nike. Please. I can't tell you how many times this happened. Someone's got to be listening. Someone's got to have some sort of in with Nike. Just give me an auto pause. Or I'm going to buy a Garmin. How about that? I'll give you an ultimatum. Uh, I love my auto pause on Garmin. So anyway, how else is your training going? The three runs every week have been working out really well. I've been feeling a lot more confident about it. You know, it's been making me want to uh, run a lot more, pick up some longer distances. And, and you haven't had too much trouble running in the snow? Not too bad. I've been going in pretty much the same neighborhood as you, which is the one the one neighborhood around us in Fall River that's better plowed than the rest. Except I did the other day go a slightly different route because I was so sick of it. I definitely paid for it. Yeah, you said the weather was pretty bad. The ground yeah. was pretty bad. Yeah, it was uh, very, very slick. Mountains of snow on every corner. And it's a city, so you run by a lot of blocks. Around every corner, I kept having to stop and climb over these big mounds of filthy snow. I've been climbing back down. There's all this stuff in the gutter. Yeah, everybody's beer cans are coming out from melting out from under the snow. Yeah, it's just yeah, revealing all the trash. Apparently, people drink a lot of beer when it snows. It's nice and warm. Or is that brandy? Hot toddy. All the hot toddy glasses are. All the hot toddy glasses are melting. 
<laughs> from underneath the snow. What's your hot toddy? Uh, isn't a hot toddy like whiskey and... I bet it's wearing shorts. I know. What is this f***ing problem? It's freezing today. How do you do that? Ooh. I'm a little warmer now I'm running, but yeah. I still see my knees are actually freezing. Yeah. Don't ask. <laughs> my knees are really freezing. That's like the worst uh, part right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, cold knees. I think hot toddy is like whiskey and honey. Sort of hot. Some other stuff in it. So running in another neighborhood in Fall River was not a good idea because I was really slow and I had to walk a lot. Just gonna do that or slip and fall on my face. And unless I'm gonna uh, record it as a video podcast, uh, there's no point in doing that. No, no. I mean, at least if I'm gonna fall, I might as well just give people a laugh. Do you want yak tracks too? I think I'm all right without yak tracks. The one thing that has been bugging me is uh, my left knee's been a little swollen. Well, you have problems with your knees, but you haven't had them in a while, right? No, I am. This is the first time I've had a knee problem in a while. I can't remember the last time your knees hurt. I mentioned it on the show before in past episodes, but I have uh, I have discoid meniscus, which means that the uh, I had an MRI. Yeah. <laughs> so this is proven. Taking <laughs> those healthy tree solvers work for us, huh? Yeah. The little pads in my knees are like misshapen. The little pads are supposed to be shaped like a crescent moon, and mine are shaped more like a lopsided pancake. <laughs> so it hurts. It's a while. Yeah. Basically, you have arthritis. Yeah, more or less. Every once in a while, if I. On the rainy days. Yeah, on rainy days or when the corn crop's coming in, my knees get kind of swollen a little bit. Very tight. It feels like it feels like a fluid in there. Some days I almost want to like put like a little you know, like those little taps they have from maple trees. Yeah, to it. Yeah, it feels like there's just a bunch of stuff in there. Well, there is. That's, that's part of the arthritis. I just wish I could just turn on a little spigot, take it out. There are there are procedures to do that. I think it hurt. Yeah, I'm not doing it. That's for really inflamed, um, swollen bits of fluid. My knees also make like snap, crackle, pop sounds. So you think the running helped or hurt it more? To be honest, I think if I didn't run, it'd be worse. Because I used to get this without running. You used to have a lot more, I think. I did. I think running has uh, just in general kept me a lot more limber. I'm not the most limber guy. I'm so inflexible. I mean, how are those plyometrics going? <laughs> I haven't started it yet. But hopefully that's something that will uh, make me a little more flexible when I do start it. Mm-hmm. I actually wanted to uh, thank Sean from Trilogy. Again, this is, not, this is sounding like one of their shows. All they do is talk about us. I know. We're just going to talk about them the whole time. But uh, Sean from Trilogy said he was going to recommend some plyometric exercises for me. So I thought I'd definitely take him up on that offer. You had provided a link last time. I still haven't had time to look at it, but he's Mr. Speedy. <laughs> he probably, uh, and he knows a thing or two about fitness. <laughs> thought I'd uh, email him up and 
find out what he can do for me. Yeah. I think it'll be good for you. Be like my little coach. <laughs> oh, good luck, Sean. He doesn't listen. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, you have a challenge on your hands, fella. Oh, my God, yeah. It's not play. easy. Let me tell you, I told you fakes. You gotta try them out. <laughs> He's go, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And then never, never. Never. <laughs> that could be a pain. training week been? Oh, it's very good. Uh, I've been running a lot more, which is, which is good. The, the cold has not helped at all, but we're finally getting better. Yeah. Well, a lot of time. Yeah. I don't have the cough as much. Yeah, it's been one of those things. We keep thinking we're okay, and then I go do something, and then I'm really not okay again. But I think I'm pretty much done now. So I'm back to, like... You know, get my miles up. I think it's going to be about 24 this week. You're veering. <laughs> Maybe Sean can help you on that veering thing. <laughs> you tend to veer over to places without knowing it. I, I just, I burn to... where the muse strikes me. I, I just don't want you to get hit by a car. <laughs> I, I think I saw like a quarter over there. I was trying to go get it. I'm slowly gravitating towards it. Eh? Yeah, I get... I get uh, entranced by shiny objects. <laughs> so my training's been going pretty good. I'm back up to 24 miles now a week. Very good. I couldn't for a while. <laughs> the cold and everything kind of just knocked me out. But I'm feeling pretty good. I'm starting to feel a little stronger now. Yeah. So, starting on the, in the snow has been a little challenge. But not bad. It's just that it's been so much snow all the time lately. Yeah. Usually, like, in our area of New England, we'll get, like, a snowstorm, but it melts pretty quickly. Yep. I, I like the snow. I don't mind running in the snow. I don't care for the ice very much. No. But I've been able to avoid most of it. It's a little hard. I did a hill work the other day. There was a lot of snow melting and runoff, and then it froze overnight. So yeah. there were a few... The dicey hills in there. The one thing I've been doing too with my running is that core performance. Yeah. I just finished up week three today. Ah. The twelve week program. Cause you uh, you started it before the new year, right? Yeah. I'm not strict about starting resolutions or goals on the new year or anything. I started it right when um I could. I, I have this sort of plan of. It progresses for 12 weeks, and then it, you know, I thought I'd try it again, but go backwards. I see. And that'll lead me right to the marathon time. Uh-huh. So I won't be working. I don't want to do a lot of weight training before a marathon. I'm veering again. How are you going to my car? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do a lot of weight lifting before a marathon. <laughs> you know, running the marathon is enough yeah. for, to tax my muscles. But I do like a lot of the movements and the stretches. I enjoy them very much. Yeah. So I read the book. Is it that Mark Gertinson, I think his name is. You never say it. It's one of those stutter words in life. 
Look it up, people. But it's an original core performance book. It's a very easy read. It's okay. mostly pictures. Nice so you can read it in like an hour. But basically his philosophy is to build a better athlete. Really like building the core. Becoming more flexible. To lift weights, not just to build muscles, but to, to help build muscles so that you can perform better. I see. Not for vanity's sake. So that's why I'm following that. Because I want to perform better uh, at the next marathon. Like, I do some weightlifting. I'm never consistent about it. I try to be. Yeah. But I, I lift, like, the way bodybuilders tell you to lift. It doesn't really fit the mold of runners. Yeah. Or, like, an endurance athlete. I'm an athlete, but... You know, it's more about building muscles and, you know, pumping really hard so you want to throw up and... All that. And that's that's fine. But I thought I'd try this way. And the exercises look really easy, but they're deceptively hard. Yeah. So I've been sore. I haven't even been lifting very heavy weights. I, I lift a lot heavier before. Like, you know, my regular routine. Yeah. But I'm not using a whole lot of weight, but using more different kinds of muscles. It balance muscles, and he breaks the, the book down into different chapters, which he thinks you should um, to work on. And he has all these funny names. That's one thing about his book is like he, he renames everything. Like something stupid you can't remember. You start out with like movement prep. I don't know what the hell that's supposed to mean, yeah. but basically, it, it's sort of like a little warm up. It doesn't do one of those static stretching, but it helps stretch your muscles out and warm them up before you work out. And then there's like this physio ball routine. That's another section. And that's supposed to help balance your muscles, say. Use your core muscles. Those look really easy, but they're actually a little harder than I thought. Well, I'm using muscles that I, I'm not used to. Next section, there's, um, there's a strength training section. And those, the movements aren't just like, just plain old squats and um, you know, bicep curls or anything like that. Although it has those in them. You use your whole body yeah. to do the movement rather than just working one piece at a time. And those are a challenging. I can't remember all the, all the bits. It's, it's a lot of bits. And the, the next thing I think is, um, oh, prehab. I don't know what the, Again, another silly little name. Yeah. And it's basically like that video ball thing where it's just to balance you out. To get those, to activate those muscles and get those muscles stronger that you don't normally work out in like a, a, a typical strength training routine. A lot of balancing, a lot of core work. I see another thing is regeneration. Oh. Which is just stretching. <laughs> Why are you calling it regeneration? Anyway, the prehab thing he says is, is the stuff that you're supposed to work on before you have to do, you know, before you get, so you don't get injured. The last thing is regeneration, which is just basically stretching and using a foam roller. I don't know why he can't just say stretching. stretching. Yeah. I mean, I can't, re I can't remember these little words that he makes up. Yeah, well, he's got to come up with interesting terms. You know? so that people buy the book. Yeah. He is it's... definitely a salesman, okay? I, I don't know how how it will work out, if it will really work for me. Yeah. I'm trying. It seems like the philosophy sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> what I want. Yeah. Whether it's, it, 
you know, they promise, like I said before, uh, again, they promise a lot of things in these books, and I'm always skeptical about that. Yeah. I'm actually skeptical about things that promise too much. And, of course, he has um, little forwards by, is it Nomar Bessiapara? Oh, yeah. Former Red Sox uh, infielder. Now, the whole philosophy of the book, too, is, like, to prevent injury. That's why you do the prehab and the physio ball and work on your core so that you're stronger. So, therefore, you don't injure yourself. The stronger you are, the less less prone to injury. But that guy's always injured. That's why he doesn't play for the Red Sox anymore. No. His career's kind of gone down the tubes. He's injured. Uh, Plus, he was a whiner. Yeah. Did it say anything about whining in that book? Uh, I didn't mention any, but... I missed it. <laughs> I don't like the press. In theory, it seems like it makes sense. It has you from doing these funny little moves on the ball, which, you know, you have to use a lot of balance for. And sometimes I fall off the ball. Well, I, uh, you had me do one while I was waiting for you for something. You were doing some exercise, and you just basically gave me the ball and gave me some busy work. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... Oh, you actually did. I was surprised. Usually you say no. <laughs> yeah, hear that, Sean? Hear that? Wait, so I finally got you to do one thing. Yeah. But I did it, and you're right. They are very deceptively tough. I almost fell a bunch of times. But, you know, I've been doing it for three weeks. I think my balance is much better. Yeah. I don't fall off the ball so much. Oh, there's one more thing. Oh, there's so many things. That's one of my big problems with the book is that there's just so many things. It's too complicated. You need, you need like a slide rule to figure it all out, too. <laughs> but um, there's one more thing that they call calls elasticity. Stretches? No, no. Actually, it's it's just the plyometric exercises. Oh. Why do you have to give it a new name? Never... Why don't you say plyometric exercises? Well, I think fitness is like... You know how they have a thousand words for snow? Yeah. Eskimos have them. Yeah. And there's like... For yeah, there's a hundred words for green in Ireland. There's like a million words for stretching in the fitness world. <laughs> Essentially, most of it is just stretching. Yeah. But just in a little slightly different way. Like movement prep is sort of like stretching, but it's not a static stretching. I haven't done the, the elasticity part of it. Or the plyometric part. That starts yeah. next week. He, breaks, he, he has a training schedule which is down to 12 weeks, and it sort of changes after every three weeks. Yeah. So I'm only in the first phase of that. It should be more weightlifting for strength training. And um, I'm going to call it plyometric exercises. Okay. I'm good with it. If he wants to get mad at you, that's his problem. <laughs> you know, he basically, I mean, a lot of things, if you do yoga, you probably don't need to do this book, but I've been getting bored with yoga. And it has a few more other kinds of exercises, but he does incorporate a lot of yoga and um, Pilates yeah. in, in it. Yep. But so far, I like the exercises because it keeps it interesting for me. Yeah. And part of the problem why I don't like to do strength training too much or yoga is I get bored. But there's so many different movements on different days of the week that it keeps me... It keeps me very uh, challenged. Yeah. And they keep changing every three weeks. Like, the routine keeps changing. That's it's sort of fun for me. So I think it works for me. I don't think it's for everybody, though, this, this program. It's a little intense. 
where you have to work out six days a week. Really? And not that I don't run six days a week, but like those, those, I'm just going to call them all stretching exercises. (laughs) (laughs) And the plyometric exercises and the strength training. They take about an hour a week, an hour a day, which on top of all the running becomes very intensive. Now he has, oh, well, I should mention this too. He has another little part, a section. I forgot because I ignore it. Um, the other little section is the ESD, Energy Something Development. I don't know what it's called. It's an initial for something. You know what it is? Cardio. Oh. Cardio. Why don't you just call it cardio? Or with interval training, basically. I see. So, you know, he starts you out light for like 20 minutes and builds you up. But nothing like running. It's... So it's supposed to be an all-encompassing program. Yeah. As a runner, I'm just ignoring that completely and doing my own thing. Because I think just running 20 minutes every few days is not really going to do it for me for a marathon. When you said ESD, I thought, you know, I meant like the sixth sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to have a sixth sense to figure out what the hell he's talking about with all these name changes. Does it come with a little, like, cheat sheet card, crib sheet kind of thing? He does have, like, the, the glossary at the end and, like, the training schedule. Which is really complicated. It's oh, to look at it, it makes you want to throw up because there's so many little pieces. He breaks up various of the stretching exercises into various bits and the strength training into various bits and scatters them throughout six days on the on the week. Yeah. Into an hour about each session. I'm trying to follow it the best I can. I have to admit, some days I just couldn't fit those in the stretching exercises. I try to move them around. You know, sometimes I just have not enough time to get my run in. And then I gotta, I gotta do things. Yeah. So I don't, ha- I don't have another uh, 30 minutes of rolling around on a ball. I've been pretty good. I've been, yeah, I might not be doing on the days he says to do it, but I've been getting them in. But I think the exercises, they might be helping. I don't know. It's only been three weeks. I'll see you after 12. And uh, I'll keep you updated. Okay. But as far as like, there's a lot of things they have to use. Like the physio ball, a foam roller, which I just bought a foam roller. I just did that for the first time. That's supposed to help massage your muscles and stretch. Stretch. That's part of the regeneration. I always think of Star Trek whenever you say regeneration. I know. Regeneration, I know that. That's when you stand up in a little closet (laughs) and recharge your batteries. I'm I'm, going to try to buy into the... You know the exercise routines, but I can't buy into the into the new names of things. Just call them what they are. Yeah. It's just annoying. I care because I have trouble remembering stuff, and the schedule is kind of complicated. That it's hard to remember everything. There's so many of those little bits, like I said. Oh, it gives you a headache. <laughs> so I always have to have the schedule in front of me because I can't remember half the things. And the moves. At first, I had trouble remembering how to do them. Yeah. By week three, I'm okay. Yeah. The first two weeks were really hard. I didn't know. I don't know. 
what the Russian twist was compared to like some kind of Russian twist sounds like a drink or something or other. <laughs> I know you think, but no, no drinking in there. Kahlua vodka cream and a little slice of lemon. That's okay. That'd be nice. Russian twist. One thing I did—I didn't care for, you know. Obviously, you don't read these for this literary value. Yeah. But oh, sometimes it's a little painful to read. And occasionally, I felt like he was just talking down to me. Oh, really? Well, you know, when you start talking about things that, when you eat, the food goes into your tummy, and think of Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man chomping away at them. Oh, for God's sake! Come on. I thought that was a little dumbed down. I don't know you. Was there like a, a coloring section also? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, was a, that was a pull out at the end. There's a lot of that kind of language in there. Yeah. I just wanted to smack him upside the head and say, just get to the point. Tear this page out and fold it into a paper hat. One thing that was really driving me nuts is that every chapter, every time somebody was lying on the floor, he said, lie in a supine position. And then in parentheses say, lie on your back. <laughs> Okay, I, I mean, number one, I know what that means. Number two, if I didn't, I can look it up. He has a glossary at the back, so just put it there. Yeah. Number three, why do you have to put it in every chapter? Every time you write it down, why do you have to write in parentheses, lie on your back? I know. And there's a picture right by it. So if you can't figure out that uh, lying in a supine position with a picture right near it, you don't know what that means then you should really talk to your kindergarten teacher because that person did you wrong. <laughs> yeah. And here we are. All right. Oh, oh my wrist. <laughs> you tapped your wrist again. 3.01. Plus, we actually did more. Yeah. I didn't count about half a mile. Yeah. And it was about half a mile. Was it about half a mile? Yeah. Maybe um, it was about 0.4. Okay. I'll add that to my my, my manual. Yeah, because, uh, I don't know, yeah, I did the math, basically. Oh, wait, it's your math. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're screwed. Oh, yeah, I don't know how much it was then. Could be anything. It's a big stretch of the times tables from, like, the sixes, sevens, and eights. Uh, it's just all a blur. <laughs> Maybe your math teacher did you wrong. I think so. Supine. Supine. <laughs> It's having a brothy consistency. Supine. I don't know, Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man chomping in your belly. Oh, oh God. I can stop when I got that one. Anyway, otherwise I think the exercises might be helpful. That's good. One thing, too, I don't care for is that he's always pushing his product. Oh. It's, it's got a mark of a salesman on it. Yeah. Think of it. <laughs> and apparently, I was, I was reading his other reviews on his other books, because he has other core performance books. And there's one for endurance athletes. I thought, oh, that might be good for someone like me. But apparently, I read from the reviews is that he gives you there's four, three phases of the, of the exercise. Uh-huh. He gives you one and two. And then tells you go to his website and sign up and pay for it the third. Oh, uh, see, that's not right. That's dirty. <laughs> he's got to give you all three. If it says there are three in the book, he's got to give you three. Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Where the kisses are hers and hers and his. Three's company, too. 
Come and dance on our floor. Here we are back at the car. I'm hungry. Yeah. I'd like to uh, put myself in a supine position on the couch. <laughs> yeah, we can run? Uh, yeah, it was okay. I've been having some tougher runs. Your breathing's not so great. Well, I think a lot of it is because, uh, well, for one thing, actually, I'm wearing my Brooks shoes. I've been alternating between my Brooks and my Asics. Yeah. And the Brooks Beast are, uh, I use the Asics for like a few weeks oh. in a row. So these feel really heavy? These feel really heavy. <laughs> these are normally very heavy anyway, but these feel like they're, like I'm wearing Frankenstein shoes. <laughs> Definitely don't wear those for a race. <laughs> no. So I feel like I'm clomping. I'm not like rolling very well. Is the reason why your 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 knee hurts because of the Asics? I think it might be. I haven't really hurt. I had my knee hurt for a while, but then I switched to these Asics, yeah. which are much lighter, and then my knee started swelling up a little bit. So I started thinking maybe it was the Asics. I'll switch back to the Brooks. Yeah. But the Brooks are very heavy. I'm just not used to them right now. I don't know. The Asics might not be great for me. Yeah, if, if your knee is hurting you, that might be a sign that they're not right for you. Uh, you know, because I'm a big fella. Yeah. I need uh, a lot of... We're using husky. Husky. Like Gordon. Very good. <laughs> husky. Uh, I need, like, a lot of padding on my shoes to fully absorb all the huskiness hitting the ground. Well, if you start doing all the running and the plyometrics and eating better, you yeah. won't have that problem. Yeah, and I'll, uh, I'll drop a few. How's that going? You said you were going to try to lose some weight last podcast. I think I may have lost a, a pound or two, maybe. That's okay. Yeah. You should be happy. Yeah. It's maybe like, you know, one pound or two, that's maybe. okay. It's not the biggest loser. <laughs> <laughs> no way should we be losing, like, 25, 30 pounds a week. I yeah. just watched that show. Someone lost like 36 pounds in, in one week. week. Yeah. Did they have something amputated? No. Or I didn't did know. they deliver a baby? I don't know. That's a lot of water, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I worry about it. Yeah. I worry about the people on that show. I just lost 36 pounds in this one week. A oh, horrendous car crash. My legs came right off. There was a stretch, uh, maybe like in the in the two mile. In the second mile, when I felt like I was moving a lot better. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I came and went again, and I started clumping a little bit. I think a lot of it is because I'm doing a lot of dodging. Right. I have so many obstacles. There's snow and ice everywhere. You and have like, a hard time with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you need to do elasticity. Elasticity. <laughs> is that like that Schoolhouse Rock song? It reminds me of that Schoolhouse yeah. Rock song. Elasticity, elasticity. He knew that it had something to do with the lightning. It's all a electricity, electricity. Rubbing a comb with wool or fur will give you a charge of static electricity. Stroking a cat. We're sitting in the car right now at a Starbucks. It's a drive-up Starbucks. What do you think about that? It's slow. Yeah, I know. So we're getting some nice warm coffee to finish off our run. Hey, Mr. Chizik, Sabbath, say this is Lewis for 
Uh, can I have two tall peppermint mochas? Sure, that's two tall peppermint mochas. Anything else? Tell me all, thanks. All right, thank you. What's that prosciutto and ricotta sandwiches now they have? Mm. I'm hungry. I really need food. Mm. Hey, look at all the things I can't eat. Mmm, paninis. Toffee almond bar. Mm. Ooh. <gasps> Top pot glazed old-fashioned donut. I guess I could eat fruit and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but look how much expensive that is, though, for fruit and cheese. Fifty-five. For s- five and a half bucks, I'll take you to the. You know what? I'll take you to the grocery store. We'll get you some fruit and cheese. Okay. <laughs> it's on me. <laughs> I know how to treat a lady. Yeah, I totally do. <laughs> oh, it's not a panini. It's a piadini. I was reading that. <laughs> what the f- is that? I don't know. Maybe it has thirty-three pounds of chicken. And we're on our way here. We drove past a pet store, and on the little flash, they had a flashing like electrical sign out in the front. All it said was "chicken, thirty-three pounds." And they said, "Hey, chicken, thirty-three pounds." And then we said, "Wait a minute, what the hell does chicken thirty-three pounds mean?" I don't know. They selling thirty-three pounds of chicken for pets? Well, Myrna wouldn't mind eating 33 pounds of chickens. Yeah, I guess so. Was it like chicken feed? 33 pounds of it? I don't know. I'm thinking live chickens. 33 pounds of live chickens. Of live chickens. <laughs> you go in there and they give you a burlap sack. <laughs> and we have to go full of chickens. And grab them. Yeah. And pop them in. Yeah. That's what I saw. Yeah, and then they have a big scale. <laughs> it's, it it's sucks when it's a pound over, yeah, though. It's, it's a little over. Is that all right? No, no, it isn't. Oh, let me grab that wing. Yeah, just... <laughs> what is that? A bunch of stickers. I don't know. Somebody's punching a horse in the mouth with a butterfly in its ass. <laughs> We're going to have to take a picture of that because it doesn't make any sense otherwise. Let me zoom in here. Someone punching a horse in the mouth with a butterfly on its ass. Let me get one more for safety here. I'm moving ahead. Alright. God, we're bored today. Hello, Lewis, my good man. How are you today? Hi. The two tall peppermint mochas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 7.35. I'll take it. Thank you. I'll throw it right up for you. And there's one peppermint mocha. And two. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. Alright, success. Have a nice warm coffee. Okay. If they're out there listening to this right now, Starbucks, this is free advertising. <laughs> I wouldn't mind some free coffee cards or something. Yeah. I shouldn't even be drinking coffee, but. For a cup and joy, flavor, talk about what's new. Spend some precious time together. Brought to you by Maxwell House Coffee. That good to last drop feeling. We're drinking Target coffee today. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is we're recording in the studio a couple of days later. You got uh, a smoothie and some. A couple of days. It's been a week. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to soften it for them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now you know how we do it. Yes. Now you know how the sausage is made. <laughs> Having some Target coffee, not Maxwell House. Oh. Mm -hmm. E, what if they find out? <laughs> I've had a little too much this morning. Uh-huh. I'm still waking up. Yeah. You know the best part of waking up, though, is... Uh, eh, forget it. We got some email. <laughs> Uh, the first one that we got is from Libby, good friend Libby from Twitter, and she writes, Hey guys, just listened to your latest podcast and heard Nick mention that she's been reading Body for Life. That's the book that is responsible for me running. I picked it up at a yard sale and was intrigued by the idea that you could actually teach yourself to run by going as fast as you can, for as far as you can, and in an allotted time. At any rate, I was hooked from the first day because Bill Phillips proved to me that with a little effort on my part, I could be a runner. Mm. Uh, I was not so impressed with the idea of lifting weights to the point of exhaustion or puking. <laughs> yeah, I did that part yeah. a little bit. You puked? No. Well... Just got exhausted. It's exhausted. Uh, eating six times a day required too much planning on my part, so I didn't stick with that aspect either, but I do eat more frequently and with more attention to what I'm putting in my gullet. Good luck with the plan, Nick, and people who stick to that program really undergo some amazing body transformations. Yeah. I'm not following it that exactly. I'm following core performance now, but I did I did look into the Body for Life and everything, and it seems like a good program. It's not exactly for like long distance runners, so that's why I'm not doing that for like the marathon training. Mm -hmm. I did try to incorporate some of the weightlifting routine in like November and December. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. They make you lift, say, like five sets. And each set, you increase the weight a little bit, yeah. increase the reps, and, you know, it's hard. Yeah. It's it good. I, I think I have a few muscles, if only I were more consistent with it. I would follow the program, though. I mean, if you definitely want some muscles, mm -hmm. I think it seems like a good program. I know my brother-in-law was uh, trying it for a while, too. Yeah. He did okay, but then he gave up. And yeah, I think that was his problem, is that he did, he did pretty well with it, and he did... Uh, you know, drop a few pounds and get, you know, stronger and everything, but yeah. he, he didn't, it wasn't consistent enough with it, I think. But. It's hard. Yeah. And eating six times a day, I know, yeah. is really hard. Yeah, well, you do have to do that anyway because yeah. of your hypoglycemia. You do have to plan a lot. I, mm. I always have a meal planned. I always have various dishes planned so I can have some variety, so I'm not eat, just eating soup. Six meals, <laughs> which I've done. <laughs> soup for breakfast, soup oh. for... For my late night snack, <laughs> you know, a person can only eat so many lentils. For me, that number is zero. <laughs> lentils are good, except not for six times a day. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much, Libby. And, and, and she lost a ton of weight, so she's pretty amazing, too. Yeah, so she would know. And she's also um, got a blog, too. Yeah. Uh, is it blah, blah, blah? Yeah, I love that. I love that title. That <laughs> <laughs> blogspot.com. You can find out all about her. And she's yeah. a good runner, too, we should mention. Yeah, she almost beat me in the, in the last challenge on Runner Plus. Yeah. My God, I got faster. <laughs> <laughs> so we got another email from Andrew. Uh, hi, Nick and Dan. Happy New Year from Lancashire, England, about 70 miles north of Staffordshire. I was listening to your latest podcast today and decided it was time to say hi. 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 <laughs> And while I'm here, my tip for keeping the contacts clean on my 305 is to stick a small piece of electrical tape on the back while I'm running. That is ingenious. Everybody has good 
ideas. Yeah. yeah. When I get home, I peel it off, and my contacts are pristine and shiny. That beats a knife. Yeah, that beats a knife or a piece of uh, yeah. paper. Less work than paper. But that makes sense. You block them. You don't need them while you're running. So. No. Very good idea. Uh, he writes also, my name is Andrew. I've been running for five years, mainly 10Ks and half marathons. And I'm not fast, but I love running, and I've decided that 2009 is the year that I do my second, third, and fourth marathon. Wow, look at all those marathons. So he's going to join <laughs> Nigel for London in April. And I've also entered the Blackpool Marathon three weeks before to use as my last long training run for London. Nice. Also planning to run the Windermere Marathon three weeks after London. Three weeks after London. Because it's such a beautiful part of the world. Wow. I'm, I'm impressed. So he's going to not be able to walk for about <laughs> seven months. He might be a little tired. That's pretty exciting, though. But you also used a marathon before last year as a mm -hmm. training run, just like he's going to be I doing. I did. That wasn't too bad. Yeah. Oh, it was a very hilly marathon. Yeah. It made me very tired. Yeah. But I did well at the at Vermont, for me, anyway. Yeah. And I'm kind of doing that this year mm -hmm. again, because if I do um, Mount Desert Island Marathon, it's about five weeks before the the Philadelphia Marathon. Oh, I see. So it'll be sort of like a long training run. Mm -hmm. A long, hilly training run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, then maybe I'll be prepared for Philly. It's it's not too bad. I rather I, I I like the idea of using a race for for training run. If you have one, that yeah. works out. Well, it seems like a more fun way of doing it than just running around your house. Well, they give you your water and stuff. Yeah. You don't have to carry so much junk with you. You get a T-shirt out of it, yeah. probably. It's not so lonely. Yeah. You get to meet people. So and he also writes, uh, "I hope the snot goes quickly and you can sound normal again." Actually, I think, I think the snot's mostly gone for me now. Yeah. It's a lingering slight cough. It used to be worse, but now the my cough's a lot better now. I think it's the cold. I have, I've been I'm feeling fine, but I went for a run yesterday, and then I went in the house, mm -hmm. and I just couldn't stop coughing. Yeah. I think it was just a change from the extreme cold yeah. to the warm house. Yeah, the sun is right now shining on the thermometer we have outside. It says it's about 20 degrees, which is pretty... Pretty warm, actually. It's pretty balmy around here now. It was, like the other day, it was about 4 Fahrenheit. Yeah. Speaking of the cold, by the way, you mean, this hissing sound that we've had in the studio in the studio bits for like the last couple of podcasts, it's not like just bad production. It's that we got a radiator right over here. Yeah. And it's really noisy. We're springing for heat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually paying out the money this year for heat. Yeah. It, what is it? We're, we're springing out for like 50 degrees in here? Yeah. <laughs> It's so bloody cold outside, the heat's on it for 50 degrees. I know. We got another one here from Dave, and he writes, Hey guys, this is Dave, the guy who posted on your blog about the leopard problem with the Max. Uh, I think it was in your last show that you mentioned needing a fast marathon to get up your, your PR mm -hmm. with a few hills. Uh, I looked into this one a year or so ago, though I have yet to run it. The Marathon to Marathon in Texas. Hmm. It's a tiny race field, so Dan couldn't blend into the crowd. <laughs> But then again, it's such a small field, he might just be running for a while by himself. Last year, had only 49 finishers. No kidding. That's the smallest marathon I think I've ever heard. This also means you might get a medal in your cage group. <laughs> I could just walk it, probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably get it. Put up the effort. Uh, and he gives a bunch of links to like the uh, website and some last year's results and elevation thing. The race has always appealed to me since it does have such a small field and not a lot of cameras, so no one will see my death shuffle. 
But that was before I started running regularly and began to actually appreciate and understand how far a mile actually is. I might steer to a large event that has distractions along the course to avoid the mental cannibalism for my first marathon. I think that helps. Yeah. I think having a few people around you yeah. is a little better for your first. So it doesn't feel like you're just out there slogging away for nothing, I guess. Yeah. And you get to talk to people. I do. People, runners are very friendly. Yeah. So thank you very much, Dave. And we got another one from Funderson. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like fun. Does sound like a fun guy. <laughs> it's built into the name. That's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> and useful. It's like if your name is Mr. Happy. <laughs> Slightly. Stuart Happy. <laughs> yeah. He writes, I love your podcast. I'm a newly plugged in runner. Just last year, I got the same kick ass green shuffle that Dan got from Santa. And I've really enjoyed getting to know you all. Some other podcasts make me want to chuck my iPod into the woods. Aww. <laughs> I don't advise that because, you know, no. they, they do cost a few bucks. <laughs> yeah, they're expensive. Do you want to uh, speculate as to which podcast those might be? No, I don't want to. I'm not going to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. But you guys are always entertaining and never annoying. I live way up in the mountains of Crested Butt, Colorado. <laughs> Crested Butte. Sorry. Well, you're putting that iPod there. <laughs> Crest, crusty Butt, Colorado. <laughs> And don't often plug in because when the random bear and or cougar comes after me, Ugh. I like to think I have some warning. Maybe not. <laughs> My God, move. <laughs> <laughs> there are bears and cougars over there? I have a hard enough time with squirrels. I know. Just you know, random dogs running around on their side of the fence. That's annoying. <laughs> Never mind a cougar. <laughs> don't get eaten. Yeah, please. <laughs> And, and save your, pod, your iPod for throwing it at a bear or something. I know. Chuck it. Go for the eyes. <laughs> go for a soft piece. And you, and you can throw it during our show. It's okay. Just yeah. save yourself. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, thank you for running with me. I really enjoy your company, and I dig the Buckeye website. I've never been to, into keeping track of my miles and whatnot, but I'm on a mission to lose some poundage before I run the Las Vegas Marathon Ooh. this year. And on my birthday. Ooh, even better. Yeah. Uh, oh, Funderson also mentions, Nick, check out the St. George Marathon in Utah, except for one silly hill, it is very downhill and fast, and ridiculously scenic. Ooh, and, my favorite kind. Yeah. <laughs> and he includes a link in his email, which we will put in the blog. Yeah, I'm going to gather all these up. I don't know what my next, my recent season is going to be like after this one, but I'm gathering them up. Yeah. It's like, you know, like some people collect, like, stamps and stuff? I mm -hmm. just collect links to marathons. And I find the 2009 feet running challenge very motivating. It's one thing to keep track of the lost pounds and another whole thing to see if they're on a big old graph. Yeah. yeah. Definitely keeps you accountable. Yeah. I like tracking all this stuff. Before, when I first started running, I didn't really track anything. No. It was a couple months before I started Buckeye after yeah, I started Yeah, that's running. very proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, seriously, it's a good idea. And then finally I did it, and now I can't stop. I got, like, logs everywhere. I know. What are you, what are you up to, three logs now? Well, no, I use Nike, Four. Runner Plus, which I haven't updated in a little bit, but it's just a, a one-button click, uh, Daily Mile, and Buckeye. Yeah. So four, four logs. Yeah, I don't use the Nike one, but I use the other three. Oh, well, that reminds me. Yeah, I well, actually, it's sort of like four because I started a, a Buckeye account for the dogs. That's right, yeah. And we started a new challenge, too, yeah. while we're here. <laughs> yeah, well, our last episode, 
We mentioned that we were thinking about just sort of idly thinking about like starting a Buckeye accounts for the dogs. Separately, I had thought about it all by myself, but I didn't tell you because I thought maybe I was a little crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought about it too, but I thought I was crazy. Yeah, but then apparently we're not the only ones because Chris Russell from Run Run Lit, he started it. I don't. I think he's just started on his own, mm-hmm. and so did um, Jason from Trilogy. I mean, independently, we yeah. all seem to have the same idea all at once. Yeah, we don't actually have a conference about this. No, it we don't all get happen. together. <laughs> <laughs> like the guys in Trilogy say, we don't just all sit around and have dinner together. No, not you'd think. <laughs> yeah. Well, Chris Russell has started um, a challenge on Buckeye. It's the Stop Sniff and Pee Challenge, and it's just for running dogs. Mm-hmm. But um. I thought, well, geez, you know, I walk the dog, dogs more, so I started to stop chewing the around, things around the house challenge. Yep. <laughs> because yeah. I'm, you know, if you've heard the last podcast, I'm trying to get Stanley to stop chewing things around the house. So it's a walk-run walk, challenge that we started. So if you just walk your dog, you can put the miles in there. Yeah, well, because they work out just as much as I do. Yeah. And this way we get to keep track of how much they're doing rather than trying to keep it all straight in our heads. Yeah. It's slightly crazy, but there's at least seven or eight other people in there that are equally crazy. (laughs) I think it's a a good idea. I think this is the one thing that might, that might be like the line for some people. Yeah. The line which they do not cross. (laughs) Having Buckeye accounts for their dogs. Yeah, I I don't really blame them. It does keep me, uh, keep the dogs accountable because you know what? They've been chewing things around the house. Because yeah. I haven't been able to walk that much. And I can look at the Buckeye account and say, yeah, I'm walking enough today. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but so we'll have links to those on the website, mm-hmm. too. If you're crazy enough to do so. Yeah. <laughs> and they called it puppy love. Oh, I guess they'll never know. How a young heart uh, we got another one here from Brian. Uh, he writes, Hi, I just recently found your podcast on Zoom. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. I'm listening from the beginning. I started running on August 08 to try to quit smoking. Been smoking a pack a day for 18 years. Ouch. I've run two 5Ks and was planning to run the New Orleans Mardi Gras half marathon on February 1st. I was having serious hesitations about doing it, but I just listened to episode 20 about the Philly Marathon, and it made me decide to go for it. Thanks for the motivation and inspiration. Keep, please keep podcasting. You both are great. Yay! Hey. Oh, you can do it. Yeah, as long as you're consistent with your training. Fairly consistent. You know, yeah. half's not so bad. Yeah, well, there's still, you know, some weeks to it, and if you've, you know, been running, and, you know, just keep on training. And yeah. Stay I mean, off the smokes. <laughs> Yeah, definitely don't smoke. Doesn't help at all. Oh. It's like that lady I met when I was running, and I was gonna go up the hill, and I had stopped at a light, and she came up to me. She's like, "How do you run?" She's <laughs> 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 just smoking, <laughs> and I said, "How do you run in the city?" And I'm like, "Um, well, yeah, I don't know. It's not so bad." She's like, "There's so many hills." I said, oh, "They're not so bad." And she's, I guess you don't smoke. <laughs> and she started puffing away. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so thank you very much, Brian, for that email. And definitely let us know how it goes after you do the uh, half. And we got another one from another Dave here. 
from Buffalo. He writes, just a quick race report from Disney World. I ran the half marathon this past Sunday, hoping to PR, which I did. By just over two minutes, finishing in 141.43. The weather was just about perfect, upper 40s and a little wind. Since the race starts at 6 a.m., most of it is run in the dark. I couldn't even, uh. <laughs> I couldn't even see my watch until about nine miles. Oh, that'd suck if you're like, tracking your pace. That's hard. Yeah, I know. I use my watch a lot during a race. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, we spectated and cheered for the marathoners as they ran past our resort at mile 24. I was able to meet Gordon and Jody from Confessions of a Runner, Ooh. which amazed me since I didn't know what they looked like and had only their bib numbers to go by. Yeah, they were both running together for a while. Yeah. Did you say that in the round table? I think you did. Yeah. I didn't get to hear it yet. I yeah. couldn't be on it. Yeah. I had to work. <laughs> We just had on the Runners Roundtable a bunch of people who ran the Disney Marathon and or the Goofy. Um, and Gordon from Run to Disney was on there, of course, because, I mean... Come on, Run to Disney! Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and he was saying, yeah, you couldn't make the show because you were a little busy and stuff, but I was on it. And he had said that, yeah, he was running with Jody for a while. Oh, neat. Because he said they just happened to meet each other just randomly in the corral. Waiting. That's so cool. Yeah. I love the podcast and, like, blogger community. Everybody seems to connect very well. Yeah. You know? If you ever happen to see us at a race, by the way, just come up and say hi. Yeah. We're somewhat friendly. Yeah. Not always. <laughs> it depends on, like, what the weather is like. <laughs> what your mood is. Yeah, if I've had enough coffee in the morning. Mm. But we'll probably say hello. Yeah. Well, that's so neat that Dave got to, to meet them. Yeah. I like to meet them someday. All our southern podcasters. I know. I one like day, we'll, <laughs> one day we're gonna have to like just make like a, a swing through like the southern states and just go one after the other. We're gonna have to meet like Gordon, Trilogy guys, Jody, uh, Marathon Chris, yeah. Maddie Hubba. I know. We'll have to, you know, just swing through there and just like pick up everybody. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just go for a run. Well, we have to do like a big road trip. We did a big, big road trip. <laughs> That'd we'll, be fun. <laughs> we'll rent a big van. <laughs> a running we'll, van. <laughs> four wheels driving, we'll call we'll it. We'll have to sleep in it. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll just do like a big road trip around the country meeting all of the other podcasters. Doing in-person cameos. Yeah, I don't think that's happening anytime soon. You have how many vacation days? Yeah, I have vacation days for that. Thank you very much, Dave, for that email. And you're fast. Yeah, that's pretty fast. Uh, we also got another one from Mary, also known as Bear One on mm -hmm. several social networking sites. And she writes, uh, Hi guys, I know I've been talking to you guys on Twitter, but I thought I would just write an email to you guys. I love your podcast, and I can't believe that I'm still all up to date on all your podcasts. Me either. Yeah, I know. Great <laughs> <Good> job. <laughs> Uh, even though you guys are runners and I just walk, it's nice to hear you guys when I'm walking. So thank you for your podcast and your Twitters. Aw, thanks, Mary. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, she's walking where it's cold. She lives in, she's in Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> That's crazy. It's really cold there. Yeah, there are a bunch of other people there from uh, on Twitter from Minnesota. Uh, yeah, and like running from Jen. Yeah, Jen from... Burr. And a bunch of other people that we know there, too. And Yeah, they're all talking about it's like, you know, minus... 12. Oh, it's going to heat up to minus 5 later today. God. Oh. Keep warm, Mary. Yeah, definitely. And we got a voice message, which we'll play now. Hello, Nick and Dan. This is Donna Nettleship calling from Silo, Washington, Washington State. And I'm out on a real slow, kind of easy trot with my dog, Susie. 
and wanted to let you know how much I appreciate uh, you guys and podcasts and advice that you bring the running public. Wanted to give you a little uh, tip, but uh, if and when you have children, we have three of our own. And uh, I'm actually, I'm 47 years of age. We started late. I had my first child when I was 36 and last one when I was uh, 42. So uh, it is possible. And the children actually just kind of mold with what you you like to do and what your interests are. So push that baby jogger for a lot of miles, but the kids grew up to uh, be outdoor and active and love running themselves. So just some advice for you guys if you uh, are thinking about kiddos. Um, I know the doggies are your kiddos. So uh, for now, peace out. Have a great new year, and um, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, Donna. Yeah, that is very useful. I am actually very worried about when we have kids and how to fit in the running and everything. Uh, yeah, because it is in the future. Yeah. You know. Mm. <laughs> Probably yeah. sooner than later. Uh, yeah. mm. <laughs> Getting I guess. a bit of pressure. Yeah, from family and uh, age. Oh, oh, I think Donna's inspiring because she has three kids and, and she's still running. Yeah, we'll definitely have to invest in that baby jogger. There's actually someone that we both went to high school with who was, like, one of the more popular, like, cheerleading uh, uh, people. Didn't talk whatever. to me then. Not, not me either, but now I'm on friends with him on Facebook, so see how the tables have turned. <laughs> still not friends with me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she lives around us, and uh, she's got three kids, and I see her. She's a runner, I guess, and I see her pushing this huge... Three-stride baby stroller oh, thing. She must make you strong. She must be. I haven't arm-wrestled her lately, but... Uh... <laughs> Please don't, because then we have to talk about our marriage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I see her every so often pushing this huge three, three-person three baby carriage down the road. It's amazing. I can't imagine having three kids right now. I mean, I have trouble carrying a water bottle when I run. I know. <laughs> Never mind a baby stroller. But... Plus, there's the other stuff about the three kids, like, you know, feeding and clothing them. <laughs> I, well, we couldn't afford it. Anyway, <laughs> could barely afford to feed the dog oh. lately. <laughs> Thank you very much, Donna, for that voicemail. Yeah. We need more running moms to call in and give us advice. Yeah. <laughs> what to prepare for. Yeah, if you got advice, just give us a phone call, email, whatever. Yeah. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Not that it's going to happen, like, today, but no. you know, in, in the future. <laughs> It's choking on a little coffee there. Uh, Anyway, we also have, I think it's the last of the email, but we did want to mention a couple of uh, other podcasts Mm -hmm. and stuff that are up. Uh, One of them is, uh, I got contacted on Twitter by Triboomer, who um, has the Stay Tuned Report. Looks like a weekly podcast about triathlon and multi-sports called the Stay Tuned Report. I think he's a friend of Brett from Zen Tribe. Yeah, you know, I think he's the same tri-boomer that was on Get Your Geek on. Really? I used to listen to that podcast. And Pod Faded, I believe. Mm. That was a good one. I used to like it. Yeah. He's got uh, 22 episodes. Yeah. So you can check it out at staytunedreport.blogspot.com or you can look it up on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I noticed like a, a lot of his uh, tweets. He's on, I'm following him on Twitter. He's following me. A lot of his tweets, he ends with, stay tuned, Uh, dot, 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 which makes you want more. Yeah. (laughs) 
Because I keep waiting, and then like it might be like another couple hours before he tweets again. But I'm sitting there waiting. What else? What? <laughs> also, uh, Kelowna Girl from mm -hmm. Twitter. She's also got a new podcast out, about three episodes. Yep. It's very good so far. It's uh, at Kelowna Girl Tries Podcast. Yep, and she's uh, a new triathlete. So it's nice to see that perspective too. Yeah. At the beginner. Because mm -hmm. I have to say I'm pretty intimidated by um, triathlons, but I think I, she makes it very accessible. Like, yeah, you know, I was just listening to her last podcast and I was like, oh, see, now I want to try it out. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't seem so bad. She sort of talks about it from like um, like a, a female perspective too. Yeah, we need more girl podcasters. Yeah. Slowly growing. But just talk about it. I've, I've heard her episodes, all three of them so far. It's very good. She mentions things that, you know, sort of might be more female-specific, too, yeah. which is nice. Like when she's talking about, like, the particulars of a saddle. Yeah. That might be good so that you don't hurt your lady bits. Yeah, that, I thought that was pretty useful. Yeah. She had some good information there. Not as helpful about what you might do for uh, men's genitalia. <laughs> pain. <laughs> because she doesn't have any. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, it's hard for her to... Uh, yeah. I understand. But uh, yeah, you can check that out at colonagirltries.blogspot.com. That's uh, K-E-L-O-W-N-A-G-U-R-L-T-R-I-S. Mm -hmm. That We'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah. It <laughs> spells girl with a U. Yep. I think I was taken everywhere. Yeah. I think there's another Kelowna girl with an I. Plus she likes the URL part. Yeah. It's sort of like, you know, when. URL? Yep. <laughs> And, uh, you know, Adam Tinkoff has another show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. He just started one up. Does he have two episodes? Uh, two episodes so far, mm -hmm. yeah. Adam20. Adam20.com. Mm -hmm. You can find out all about his new show. It's not necessarily running specific. It's more just like him uh, talking about his thoughts and... Yeah, it's more of a journal now. Yeah. Which, you know, it's nice. I, li I liked it. I listened to both, both the episodes. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I could probably listen to Adam take off, read the phone book for 20 minutes, and I'd be happy. I don't know. There's something about his voice. I don't know. It's very relaxing. For some reason, when I go out running with Adam in, in my iPod, like, I run better. So it's good, because he's not going to be on the run and round table for... No. Definitely. Yeah, he's he's just like you know trying to not overextend himself so much anymore. He's doing this and that and the other yeah. thing, and work and life and all this other stuff. So he's trying to cut down here and there. And uh, he said he's gonna not be able to do the runners roundtable yeah. probably indefinitely. But well, we've been kind of doing that same thing. Yeah. So we're not gonna be on the runners roundtable as much. We, uh, we can really get this podcast out. Yeah, we're going to try to cut down a little bit on the Runner's Roundtable as well. Trying to clean up, refocus our lives kind of thing. Well, we enjoy doing the Runner's Roundtable, but it's just it's just so... We have so much work to do, unfortunately. Yeah. I like talking to everybody, though. Yeah. We may be on it, you know, but we can probably fit in, you know, maybe once a month or so. Anywhere on that, it's kind of tough. But you should still listen to it because there's probably going to be a lot of other new faces on I it. I think it'll be better that way. Yeah. Not new faces, new voices. voices. We're, uh, they're sort of looking for uh, new hosts yeah. and stuff. People might you know, just be able to pick up various jobs and stuff that are associated with it. Mm -hmm. Hosts and various people that occupy the chairs and interview other people and guests and all that other stuff. Um, anyway, so I think that's it. And that's it. And that's all this stuff. So, oh, you know what? No, we also have a Facebook group. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I joined Facebook. Yeah, you did. I... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. I'm, I'm really I not just, on Facebook very much. I got into the peer pressure thing, and <laughs> I joined Facebook. Yeah. I guess you can follow me. 
or yeah. whatever. Was it friend you or friend? I think yeah, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. I mostly use Twitter, but I, I do like Facebook that I get to see everybody's pictures. Yeah, that's nice. And videos and things. Like I like it for that. Mm -hmm. I'm not like a huge Facebook user by any stretch of the imagination. But we did develop a group. If you want, I don't know what we're doing with it. I'm, I'm just putting yeah. links to challenges on it right now. Yeah. Well, and putting up videos and. I think Chris Russell put up a couple pictures, <laughs> one, in, one of them in a dress, so if you want to be a part of that, you can see that. Yeah, you're going to have to join now in order to see that photo, because they're not publishing it on the blog. No. <laughs> I think all you guys should get um, you guys that picture running in a dress and put it up. Yeah, that would be good. That would be so we, could, we can use the Facebook group to have people do our bidding. Yeah. <laughs> and put, you know, so if you want to take a picture of yourself in a dress. Yep. And put it up on while you're running in a dress. Put it up on the Facebook page. <laughs> 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 Embarrass yourself and you know, but just, just on Facebook. Yeah. Well, is that what Facebook's all about? Yeah. And I started a discussion topic. Okay. So we got that, and we got the challenges. We got 2,009 feet running. With the, we got the dog challenge. Mm -hmm. um, we got another. There's another bad boys versus bad girls challenge. Yep. I believe. Uh, you can follow both of us on Twitter. We have links to that on the webpage. You can email us at fourfeetrunning at gmail.com, the number fourfeetrunning at gmail.com, and check out the show notes and a few pictures at fourfeetrunning.blogspot.com, number fourfeetrunning.blogspot.com. You can leave us a voice message at 206-350-1677. So, uh, whoa, I think that's it. I gotta go run. All right, I gotta eat cereal. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Dan, if you didn't go run yesterday, you better go run today. <laughs>